Welcome everyone to another stimulating and invigorating <laughs> podcast with Heather and Amber to Tool Talk. So today our topic is going to be, are you born with it? <gasps> Maybe she's born with it. Maybe, Maybe it's Maybelline. <laughs> There's your singing. There it is. That's it. We will incorporate it frequently throughout our little episodes, but not today. That was the, all of the singing that you're going to hear today. Yes. All right. So the being born with it, um, just that thought process kind of came to mind um, because I run and running is hard for me. And so I think about how hard it is and I realize I was not born to run besides what the song we could go into another song but we're not we're holding back you should see the looks on our faces but I was not born to run I have created this persona if you will to be a runner mm -hmm. it's hard for me it's challenging for me um, probably you know 10 years ago would not have been on my radar whatsoever because you know a lot of people are not just born to do and you don't have to be born to do something but if you want it bad enough you can make it happen that's right absolutely you can create that opportunity and that yes. is what you have done yes and we are going to give you some tips today so we actually have four tips for you on creating your opportunities. So whatever it is that you think that you weren't born to do, we're going to teach you how to make it happen. Absolutely. And Heather is going to be our example <laughs> for this because she created this opportunity. She became a runner, even though when she first started out, that's not where she was going with it. No. She was like, well, I guess I'll yes. get out here and walk a little bit. Right. And then, you know, here we are. So, yes. yes. And now she's our fantastic <laughs> running coach at the training tool. So the first tip on creating your opportunity when you want to do something in your life that you don't necessarily think you were born with the ability to do, number one, you have to change your mindset. Absolutely. It has to be that you start feeding yourself those words that are positive and that build you up and that reminds you, yes, I am a runner. Yes. I am strong. I am whatever it is, you know, insert whatever that is for you. And specifically in this example, and I love this, Heather did a workshop for people who were interested in running. And when she came in, what did you tell them, Heather? Well, I told them, number one, that they are runners. Yes. A lot of people think, and it's funny, some people want to call themselves joggers. Yeah. No, just don't. You're, you run, <laughs> yes. so you're a runner. If yep. you play guitar, you're a guitarist. Even if you don't play all the time or play well, you're still participating in whatever it is. And right. if you're a runner... It makes you an athlete. Yes. Yes. That took me a very long time to embrace that title. But I am an athlete. You are. Because I do run. And my body is going through hard, hard times when <laughs> I'm running. And it's become athletic. And that just brought another song to my head. <laughs> Portis head. Oh, sorry. gosh. Okay, sorry. sorry. Okay. So that was number one. Number two, our second tip. Now, we're going to go into a deep dive on this Ooh, one. Yeah. You have to create a persona. So for Heather, Heather created Runner Heather. 
Heather was not runner Heather. (laughs) She did not not have that persona. And this is big. This is something, if you are driving in the car or you're listening to us while you're running or walking or working out, whatever, however you're doing this or trying to raise your children, you are going to want to come back to this with a notepad, especially if this is something you're interested in and you want to create this opportunity. So when it comes to creating a persona, you have to build what runner Heather is like. So first off, Heather, go through some of the behaviors. What behaviors does runner Heather have? Well, runner Heather, Heather in general has some questionable behaviors, <laughs> but runner Heather seems to be a little bit more focused. So that's a good thing. Um, so I eat to support the run. Yeah. Right. So you can't eat, you know, junk food. You can't eat a lot of sweet food. You have to eat foods that support whatever it is that you're doing. If you're doing something athletic or or whatever, you need to be able, so I need to be able to eat so I can fuel my body through whatever distance that I'm trying to go. Excellent. What else do you do, not just eating? I also strength train to make my body stronger. Um, I will give myself mental mercy. So a lot of times, and I guess maybe, I guess a lot of sports Um, or even not sports could, you know, it's really a big mind game because your body can do things. And a lot of times your mind is questioning, why would we want to? And (laughs) there's really no flipping way that we're going to be able to make this happen. (laughs) Right. So you have to be able, and I go through so many emotions. We were talking about this before we started the emotions that I have before a run during a run, when I get Mm. finished with a run, I mean, it's just, and if I let myself listen to the doubting Thomas that lives in runner Heather, then I would not be able to, I wouldn't even attempt to do half of the things that I do because I, you know, I start focusing on the, I can'ts instead of, well, there's the possibility. Let's Mm -hmm. just see what happens. And that has probably carried me the most through this journey is let's see what happens. Yeah. Yeah. I also make sure that I wear the right clothes. Yeah. So what does she dress like? Oh, runner Heather steps way out of her comfort zone. Now, I'm certainly not one of those people who run in sports bras. And if you do that, bless your heart, you go. I, I feel like I need to be clothed and probably the minimal because I don't like stuff on my shoulder. Yeah. I like to be have free in the shoulders. But I have leg issues where I feel like my leg, and it's very funny because originally when I started running, I chose running because I wanted lean runner legs. <laughs> you don't get lean runner legs just from running. I'll just nope. go tell you all that. Even from, you know, doing, uh, you know, when we have done a podcast on, you know, genetics and, and how our bodies are all different. And typically when you see, especially in magazines or whatever, Mm. even in a lot of races, you'll see people and they just have look like what you would associate uh, the, uh, you know, runner legs. Long lean legs. legs. You are not long and lean. That's why I was not born (laughs) to do this, right? That's where we're getting here. I was not born to run, but I'm going to do everything I can to make that happen. So I will wear the shorts, the little biker shorts. I can't wear the loose shorts. Because I don't like the extra, I like to be like secure, I guess is the best word to put it, Um, compressed in the lower half. Mm -hmm. So I always have big, huge um, mental issues with my body perception in running shorts. Mm -hmm. And I have just had to let that, because it's hot here in Florida. I ran this morning at 
7 a.m. and it was 77 degrees and 98% humidity, right? So at some point you've just got to say, screw it. And I'm just going to be We're comfortable. Yes. So, I, you know, you have to get out of that mindset where I don't, I don't feel lean in these shorts and I don't feel like I am protruding what I feel like I should be, but it is what it is. And it's okay because I am me. I am not somebody else, you know, and I'm going to be the best version of me however that looks. Yes. So runner Heather, yes. wear shorts yes. and a tank top Yes. with a sports bra under with it because it's hot yes. Yes. and that's what she's comfortable in. Yes. And also your shoes are probably yes. running shoes, right? My shoes are okay. running shoes and I change them, you know, depending on mm -hmm. what the distance I'm running, but I'm making sure that my feet are supported and my body is supported in the shoes. So you have to not only feel the part, I guess for say, you need to look the part, right? Right. For safety and for your body's, you know, good well-being and that sort of thing. Excellent. So she has these behaviors. She has a certain outfit that she wears. Yes. What about Heather, runner Heather and her alarm? Oh, so runner Heather does not use the snooze button mm -hmm. under any certain terms. Now I may turn off the alarm and sit there and think about my life choices for a few minutes, <laughs> but I do not give myself the opportunity to go back to sleep because mm. what happens? You go back to sleep and then when that alarm goes off again, five minutes, eight minutes, 10 minutes later, you feel even worse than you did the first time it went off because you're not, your body's trying to go back into that sleep state mm -hmm. and here it's been, you know, stuck. Up. So you have to be um, structured to when that alarm goes off, you're going to get your butt out of bed. Right. I don't want to. I know people always think, oh, you get up so early, you enjoy it. I don't enjoy it yeah. at all, ever. But I want to get up and I want to get it done, preferably mm -hmm. before it gets too hot outside or before there's too many people out. There's a lot of factors that go into why I get up when my alarm goes off. Right. But runner Heather yes. sets the alarm yes, and does, does not hit snooze. No, she and that's not. that's runner Heather persona right yes, there. Yes, absolutely. Another thing, let's talk about behaviors. So let's say that you are your plan is you run on Thursday mornings. But I call you. And I say, Heather, let's go out tonight. And let's just be real. Neither one of us are going to do this in the middle of the week. We're just pretending no. here, but yes. let's pretend. Yes. And so I call you and we're going to have a girls night on Wednesday night. Does runner Heather go out for girls night, stay out super late and drink, you know, like three or four margaritas before running on Thursday? Absolutely not. No way. No. Heather runner still has a bedtime and she's going to stick with it. Runner Heather still has... Um, the, her nutritional needs that she knows yep. that she, if she drinks the three, now she may have one margarita and that's okay because I know how that's going to affect me the yes. next morning. Mm -hmm. And so you just got to limit yourself and have boundaries mm -hmm. and be willing to not cross those boundaries if it's not worth it. Right. And then this is a big one too. This is another behavior. So we're going to go into runner Heather's mental oh. behaviors. So talk to me about her, her thoughts about her life and her run and the things that she does mentally. What is runner Heather like? So runner Heather. So obviously if you're going to do something difficult, you need to have drive. Mm -hmm. If you don't have drive, you're probably not going to continue on, you know, because there has to be that something 
that is pulling you forward and then something that is pushing you in yeah. the same direction, right? And so you might want to write this down. This will be a good, this is a good quote here. The drive doesn't control me. I control the drive. Yeah. So I don't let it, I, tr I don't become obsessive about it if I have a certain mileage mm -hmm. or pace or something that I want to reach. If things are not working well for me physically, environmentally, that I know that I'm probably not going to be able to reach that goal. I'm going to be okay with it. Mm -hmm. And then just control, alt, delete, regroup, and try it again another day. When things, you know, because it, when you're trying to do anything, especially outside, there's a lot of factors that go into it. Oh, yeah. Right? And a lot of times, especially, you know, even hormonally for oh, my women. Goodness. Right? So there are a lot of factors that can come in <laughs> to your ability to be able to do something well and you putting yourself at risk yes. if you continue to do. So you need to have control but you don't need to let that desire for control control you. Yeah. Yeah. And mentally she's strong. She has yes. that desire yes. to do things and to be better than she was. Right. So that's I want to be yes, I I choose to do these hard things because I once thought that they were not doable for me. Right. So that pushes me to do things that are a little bit harder. Yep. Yeah. So creating that persona, yes. you may not be that person yet, but you have oh, to sit down. Yes. Yeah. You have yes. to sit down and map that out and think about what you want runner Heather to be. Right. What does she look like? What does she wear? What does she do? What are her behaviors? What's her and mental runner game? Heather's, um, ch choices and behaviors. But yeah, I started running like six years ago. The first year are way different than what mm -hmm. Runner Heather looks like now. So you have to be able to to grow with yourself yeah. and to be able to know what works and what doesn't and when to be able to say, okay, this is not really what I want to do. Um, I'm going to focus on what, I, because I don't run unless I'm enjoying it. Now, I know that sounds weird because <laughs> running is like, what's the fun of that? It's, it's not fun and I don't really enjoy it, but I enjoy how it makes me feel. Yeah. Because I have that mindset that we were talking about. I feel strong, mm -hmm. right? And this is what makes me feel strong and powerful and in control. I love that. Yeah. So that was tip number two. Yes. Tip number one, change your mindset. Yep. Tip number two, create your persona. Yes. Tip number three, now we're going to talk about guidance. Yes. So many times when you go to start something, like you said, I wasn't born a runner. You didn't really know what to do. Now, yeah. Heather started out, I know this because I know yeah. your story. She started out just walking and then walking and running intervals and things like that. Uh, but there are times where you really do need to reach out, find a coach, find a mentor, yes. find a professional to help you, somebody experienced. Um, now I'm going to give you a personal story here that I know that what Heather did. So Heather and I were in contact before she started working at the training tool. And, um, she told me what well, we have the same hairdresser. We and do. so along the lines, we figured out that Heather was having some issues in her running mm -hmm. early in the beginning. And Stop. she reached out to me because she thought something nutritionally was off. Yes. All right. And so I'm a nutrition coach. So she came in and we chatted and what, what was happening is you were bonking yes. in the middle of your run. I didn't run. have enough energy to yeah. finish. So that's what that means. Bonking. If we have mm -hmm. any people who aren't runners out there and, um, 
she came to me and so we kind of analyzed she she told me what she eats and what she does and at that time were you also eating for weight loss were you trying to I lose weight then no okay i, I couldn't it was remember just for running yes. yes yes it was just for running but as we looked at her as i looked at her diet and when i say diet yes. just meaning what you food eat yes. yes her food intake and looking her calories were just not where they needed to right. be and she really needed some better support pre and post run so I worked with you on that yes. and we got you, you got yes. rid of the box pretty right? quickly. <laughs> so yes. that was good. And there are times when you need to have some professional help. You've got to get that guidance. So along with changing your mindset, with creating that persona, even if you're not that person yet, who you think that person is also reaching out and getting guidance from someone that's very important. Absolutely. Did you get guidance anywhere else in your running journey? Well, funny you should ask because the guidance has led me to become a nutrition coach and a personal <laughs> trainer. Yeah, right? <laughs> so, I mean, seriously, because this that's exactly where this whole process started yep. was with the running. So, like, along the way, I thought, oh, oh you know, okay, so the strength training is super important. Mm -hmm. And being able to control that and as well as the nutrition. And so, but I also look to other, um, you know, professionals, if you will, in the running community, mm -hmm. UF, um, our University of Florida has a great sports medicine program and they offer like workshops and yes. stuff. So you can get a lot of information that number one can validate what you're doing and then also offer, um, offer you know, options for trying something else just to see if that works because like anything else any plan that is written is not to be followed by everyone right all of the time and this is something else that we were talking about I have recently tried running long distances without the interval walking and it's particularly they advise if you want to increase your distance you want to do it by 10 percent yes right and so i had run eight miles and i wanted to run 10 and amber's like but you need to go 10 percent." and i'm like that screw it it's like <laughs> i don't need to follow that formula because i know my body and yeah. i know that i had I, I had when i finished the eight mile run i felt like i could do a little bit more so mm -hmm. within a week's time I was able to do 10. So, you know, knowing how to increase your... So once you find out, my point is, once you find out information, it is not strictly written in stone as to what you have to follow. Um, a lot of other, like, running... Um, Coaches and stuff want you to do hill repeats and sprints and that sort of speed stuff. And that, work. Speed yeah. work and that sort. Of, number one, I you know I've gotten as fast as I'm comfortable with. I know that because again, I wasn't born. So it's funny. I was not born a gazelle and I was not born a cheetah. I have decided that I was born to be a water buffalo. <laughs> So I can go the distance and hold my own. And once the cheetahs and the gazelles, you know, have to slow down, here Henry is still trotting, still along, trotting along in true water buffalo style. <laughs> so you've got to know what your own expectations are for what your body can do. So, you know, you can create these things. But for me to think that I could be a cheetah, 
the way it, it's just it's not something that I want to particularly do for myself because right. then, then that would not be fun, right? Yes. And I keep going back to I do this because it's fun and it's challenging, but I don't want to number one hurt myself. No. Or number two, try to put myself through something that it, I'm just going to get tired of mm-hmm. and get bitter about it and never want to do it again. So it's good to seek out help from other professionals, but then you just take that help and incorporate it into your journey. Right. Yes. Absolutely. And tip number four, this is the last one. This is is, important. Yes, this is very important, is to get a support system and to surround yourself with people who encourage your growth in your persona. Yes. So... Sometimes that means that your friend group has to change. It does. And yeah. you can have a group of friends that are your, like, whatever your persona f- friend, like my runner friends, and then my, you know, other group of friends, like mom friends or whatever, yeah. would be different. Mm-hmm. So you don't have to necessarily think that your group of people have to be able to go with you. I mean, it's right. nice. And they'll probably want to support you, but they may not be able to give you specific encouragement mm-hmm. that you need. And we see this a lot of times. So let's go back to where I was asking you, yes. would runner Heather go out with me on yes. a girl's night, stay right. out late, drink four margaritas? Right. You know, if that's your typical thing that you do with your friend group, mm-hmm. that that may have to change. Yes. You know, but yes. especially if you are trying to change yourself for the better. Right. You know, some of those behaviors have to go to the wayside, you yes. know, or... Or they change, as we have discussed in another podcast, you know, you have your Mike's Hard Lemonade on the weekends, right? But you tend to run mostly during the week and on Saturday mornings, and you always rest on Sunday. Exactly. So you make those behaviors change to fit your new persona. I acclimate my lifestyle to support my goals. Yes, exactly. So four tips there. Change your mindset. It's got to be positive. You have to start talking yourself up. That's right. Create that persona. What do they wear? What do they look like? What do they sound like? What do they say to themselves? What are their behaviors? What's their mindset? Get guidance from professionals who are experienced in whatever you are trying to accomplish. Mm -hmm. And surround yourself with a wonderful positive support system who is going to support you in your goals. So just remember, you don't have to be born with it. You can create those opportunities and we want you to see that. Absolutely. Because you absolutely can do this. That's right. So, and sometimes changing yourself is super fun and challenging yourself to be something that you thought that you couldn't be Mm -hmm. and, and seeing yourself succeed through those challenges makes you more confident and stronger and and it also sets you up most of the time for the people around you to go if she can do it i can yes so you're sparking other opportunities and other people who also maybe thought that they weren't born to do whatever yes you absolutely can can give that encouragement to other people yes and what are we here for What are we here for but to support each other? That's right. Help each other grow to be better in life. So thanks for joining us today. We hope that you took some awesome information from this today. And definitely reach out and let us know if you like today's podcast. We are here for you. Have a great day, y'all. Bye.